another non-clinical personal development podcast coming your way. Today, Josh and Ashley talk all things well-being. What does it mean to our team? Why is it important? And the strategies that we implement all to help grow our team to a high-performing team and boost our culture. Listen in for some great tips. And if you have any others, let us know. Hello and welcome to the Body Track Academy, created by EPs for EPs. We'll cover all things clinical, business and personal growth to help you and the exercise physiology industry reach its potential. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Body Track Podcast. You're joined with Ashley and Josh today. So we thought we would take a um, different approach and instead of talking about all things clinical, we would actually talk about our um, work culture and how that's really important to kind of um, make us practitioners operate in the best way we can as well as look after our own well-beings because as everyone can kind of relate, we do go through a lot of emotional up and downs with our clients and sometimes it's really important you look after yourself so you can look after everybody else around you. So I just wanted to start by introducing Josh. Welcome, Josh. G'day, guys. How are we going? Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, and like I said, he's, gonna, he's currently um, in charge of all our wellness um, initiatives, so he will talk about that further as we get into the podcast. So I guess I've been at Body Track now for three years and in that time we've grown from a really small team to a lot bigger. We started with, I think when I started, about five or six EPs and now we're up to about 12 or 13. So yeah, we're growing into quite a big team across lots of locations, which is really exciting, but it also comes with a lot of challenges and how do you maintain uh, the best work culture and kind of work environments as the team grows and clinics grow. So I guess just starting off with our values here at Body Track, we kind of have four key values that underlie um, the traits we like to see in our practitioners. It doesn't mean they have to have every single one, but as long as they are kind of matching more, resonating with a few of them, we kind of see those people as Body Track employees. So the first one is kind of where you can facilitate that generally wanting to help naturally without actually having to kind of put effort into it. So those sorts of people are caring, empathetic, honest, sincere. So really important when you are an exercise physiologist that you actually want to help people. You're not here for yourself. Yeah. I think Josh will agree with me. Yeah. Um, we are very empathetic in this role and we want to help people. The next one is always wanting to improve. So always learning, always being curious, um, trying to improve your efficiency, being driven to do what you do, which again, very important in this role. As we know, not every case is the same. So it's important that we're continuously learning to upskill and uh, be the best practitioner we can be. Next is going above and beyond. So being passionate, being dedicated, being optimistic and generous which I think is a really, those are all very important traits within being a practitioner, let alone an exercise physiologist. You've got to be passionate about you, what you do to enjoy it and you have to be dedicated and optimistic that you will improve and you will um, help that client the best you can. And then the last one, probably most importantly, particularly when working in allied health, is 
exuding professionalism. So being authoritative, being um, respectful, showing equality, and also um, being skillful with your service or your skills. So those are the four things we look for in um, potential um, employees as we hire people, generally wanting to help always improving, going above and beyond and exerting professionalism. So if that sounds like you, look out in future because we're always on the hunt for new EPs. But that is kind of the the crux of the values here at Body Track and what we look for in our practitioners. All right, I'm going to hand over to Josh just to talk a little bit more about what our um, team environment looks like and how we um, use wellness to try and optimize our um, practitioners' well-being and keep them healthy and performing at the best they can be. Thanks, Ash. Um, really important to touch on uh, those, what well, we call them gauge, which is our, um, our values, our four main values. Um, and it's important to sort of note on that and that like that will look different depending on you as a practitioner and where your, your skill sets are. Um, but I think the biggest thing is that those um, values are set out to make sure that as a team we sort of we thrive um, together but also independently and then also we're just trying to achieve the sort of the highest team performance possible um, to sort of do ourselves and our, and our clientele justice which I think is sort of at the forefront of, of every health practitioner's mindset. I'm sure you can agree as well that when you have a really high performing team um, it, it helps with retention and you don't see lots of changes beginning to happen so you can continue to build your business to be the best it can be as well as um, kind of creating a presence in the profession that you are providing a, one of the best services for EP and that you want to try and help as many people in your community as possible. Without a doubt, you know, like um, great sort of people around you stri- um, sort of makes you want to be better yeah. um, and I think that's something that allows us to hold ourselves really accountable to them. Um, but in terms of um, sort of looking after our practitioner well-being, um, one of the main things, particularly as someone that's relatively new to, to Body Track, one of the standout things that made you want to be a part of this team is their wellness programs. Um, wellness can be sort of thrown around a lot, but I think what they we've achieved here at Body Track around sort of the promotion of not only sort of um, the social and the sort of the, the um, cooperation that we get within the clinic, but then also just folk trying to allow people the time to focus on their individual wellness is really, really important, particularly with, um, as Ash said before, the, the, the massive amounts of empathy that you, you do have to have in this role. It's important that you, do, uh, you have the opportunity to decompress and sort of allow yourself to um, sort of get back to, get back to basics. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, it's... Our approach is not the be-all and end-all. Every company has a different approach, but we find ours works really well, and we thought we'd share it with everyone to see like, what everyone else does differently. We, I guess we've kind of adopted this approach based on our team, but it would be good to hear like what everyone else and, and other businesses they do as well. So if you have certain things you do that you've found successful within your business and your team and your environment, please um, drop us a comment or send, send through some feedback because we're always wanting to try and improve our, our programs and things and kind of share with other EPs so they can implement those sorts of things in their own practice and businesses. So yeah, reach out if you've got any other suggestions or feedback, it would be great, thanks. Mm. So um, in, in general for sort of our wellness um, programs, it, it comes across a few different, um, different 
ways, I guess, to, to achieve that. We've got obviously um, an initiative called our Wellness Warden, which um, I'm lucky enough to be for this quarter, um, which we'll go into a little bit um, later. We've got um, individual wellness um, allowances, which allow, like I said before, for that um, that sort of individual decompression and that sort of de-stressing. Um, and then we've also got sort of uh, specific um, social and physical um, events or, or time allocated throughout the week and, and um, over events throughout the year, which allow for um, us to prioritise our own health and our own physical and social well-being um, throughout those. So that's what we're sort of going to discuss now and go through what that looks like and, and what the what it sort of means for, for us. All right. So Josh, I think let's start with kind of explain what our individual wellness um, allocation is. So just explain like what we're allowed to use it towards or what that means and why this has come about. Yeah, perfect. So I think um, as um, from sort of before I was here, we um, what was observed was that, that we were spending so much time sort of looking after our own clients that sometimes um, we were sort of forgetting or putting our own our own physical health and mental health and social health on the on the back burner so this individual wellness um, allowance or initiative is all around um, giving us the opportunity to um, treat ourselves sometimes to something that allows um, you know physical it could be you know going and getting a massage or um, you know going and if you've need to go see the physio for anything you're able to use it for that um but then also using utilizing it for more sort of mental wellness things so you know you could be going to yoga you could be um doing a mindfulness um class it it really is quite open to to interpretation and it just allows you that sort of um that stuff that you wouldn't normally do for yourself. You wouldn't normally sort of yeah, go and make your way out. Kind of like a treat yourself. Yeah, it is. it is. But within reason, like you can't just go out and buy a new pair of shoes. Well, I mean, that is treating yourself. That but. is treating yourself. But again, it's not to like just fill a void. It's to try and do a bit of self-care where you wouldn't normally. So it's really cool that we um, have that at our kind of fingertips. Without doubt, without doubt. Um, so yeah, so that's that's a really cool initiative that we're lucky to get uh, every quarter. So we get an a, like an allocation each quarter, and like Josh Josh said, it's really really beneficial, particularly if you are someone who's quite active and you might have an injury at the time. It can kind of offset one of those um, sessions you might have to pay for, or you can go have a massage or a facial and feel nice and relaxed afterwards. It kind of is dependent on what you like to do. All right, so next we'll go into what our kind of um, weekly allowance looks like, so or allocation. So Josh, do you want to talk a little bit more about what we do as a team or um, every quarter, what that kind of looks like? Yeah, yeah. So well, firstly, weekly, I mean, we have um, an allocation every Wednesday. So every Wednesday for an hour, we have what we call our Wellness Wednesdays. Um, and that is pretty much around trying to promote physical wellness. So as a, a every every clinician, whether it be sort of over in Sherwood or over in um, Tawong, is all about sort of setting that time aside where you're not seeing clients, you're not doing admin work, you're not catching up on anything. You are taking time out of your day to spend an hour working on your own physical wellness, which I think is really, really important. And something that's sort of um, massive um, with within the culture at, at Body Track is those you know wellness uh, wellness Wednesday sessions um, you know and we'll 
whether you're over at, I'm predominantly over at Sherwood, so we'll flick the, um, the TV on, we'll be at, um, on teams connecting to the, the team across at, at Tawong. And I think it, that really helps with that sort of uh, cross-clinic um, cohesion as well and really making sure that you don't feel separate um, or like as separate clinics, it's just one company and you know, you just don't get to see people as much. Yeah, I think it's really nice, isn't it? And it's, I mean, as every business is probably able to relate to this, there's not one time normally where all practitioners can cross over. So from the get-go, this time's always kind of been allocated and um, it, it is optional, but we try and encourage each practitioner to enc- like to engage as much as possible. So that way we can kind of have a workout together or catch up on what we've been doing because so we all get busy and we don't mm. all spend time together outside of work. So it's quite nice just to have a bit of a debrief and talk about something other than work too. And I think it's quite cool because we have um, practicum students in our clinics and it gives them a chance to actually program um, different types of sessions for us as practitioners, mm. which I know for the students can sometimes be a bit daunting. Yeah, but, but it's awesome for us though, right? But it's awesome for us because mm. it means we don't have to think about it. Um, we do programming all day long, so mm-hmm. it's it's really fun. And sometimes different students bring different kind of exercise approaches. So exactly. I know in the past we've had one that's been around dancing. We've had one around gymnastics, cricket. Um, we had a, a Muay Thai one a or Muay a kickboxing one, one which is yeah, really cool. Which was cool. Yeah. And then sometimes we just have like hit or resistance sessions. So it kind of gets you out of your own comfort zone too. What you're used to doing training wise, you can do it in a fun team environment. If you're not that sort of way inclined, you can still go and do your own um, exercise session. It's kind of just kind of promoting that let's be active, let's practice what we preach and get up out of the um, office and move our bodies so that we can feel better. So yeah, I really, I really enjoy that, that one hour a week Mm -hmm. getting to, getting to see what everyone's been up to and also moving my own body. Yeah. It's a constant, isn't it? Which is really good. Um, Um, Do you want to go into what we do as a team each sort of quarter or a couple of times a year? Because our team is growing. So it's very hard to find time that everyone agrees to. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) I mean, so um, we mentioned before, we've got the, the wellness, um, uh, sort of a wellness, what we call them, the wellness warden. So they're the person that every quarter is assigned or voted by the team to um, to take a vested interest in the in the entire team's wellness. Um, and within that, um, the the rollover across that quarter is to is to pick a theme, and that theme is sort of then. Um, distributed amongst whether it be sort of um, allied health chats um, in service in our meetings or it's um, team activities or initiatives that we're implementing across the um, across the quarter and all around that sort of theme so uh, we've had various themes around sort of um, practitioner nutrition we've had um, getting those sort of those minutes to decompress we've had sort of um, ones looking more in terms of just enjoying the little things. We've had some around sort of um, senses and and sort of challenging ourselves a little bit more um, outside of, like Ash said before, outside of what our comfort zone is. So there's been a few different, I'm just trying to think of some examples We also had a really cool one. It was like early back in the days when we first started this and we did a financial well-being one. So mm. someone came in and gave us, one of our clients who's actually a financial advisor offered his time and came in and talked to us about how we can kind of optimise our financial well-being. And for us, because we're so much about physical and mental, I would say, 
financials is one of those things that kind of, I guess, fall by the wayside a little bit, but they are important because we all need to um, pay our bills and survive. So it was really interesting just to see like kind of what we can do best with our money and like what our superannuation kind of funds should kind of be looking to put money into to try and um, invest and create growth. So yeah, just new information I wasn't that well aware of. And so that was really helpful as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, some of the examples of things we've done, obviously, there's the the financial stuff, which is um, sad I missed because it could be very yeah, useful. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. That was back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> um, but we've done things like um, like a census Olympics, where you know we've had to sort of go through ob- um, different challenges with certain senses inhibited, which you know makes you sort of think and look at challenges a little bit differently. We've had. Um, you know, some more um, artsy approaches with some paint and sips, some um, some cookie decoratings, you know, and then we've had the genuine just fun stuff like your mini golf and your, um, we had a bouncy castle and stuff like that. Just times where you, you know, you allow yourself just to completely forget about everything else and just yeah, not necessarily be a kid, but just enjoy the moment with your um, yeah. With your I think colleagues. I think it's really important, like that saying they say, is switching off your work brain and switching into life mode Mm. so creating that boundary of work is work but you also need that that not escape but that extra part of life where you can enjoy yourself have fun laugh and not constantly be thinking about what you need to be doing with work or um paperwork all those sorts of things so yeah it's been it's really cool every practitioner brings a different approach so even though they might have a kind of general theme whether it's like Josh said before, nutrition, sleep hygiene, mental health, um, financials, there's plenty of things within our well-being we could list. Um, each practitioner brings their own kind of spin and that's what makes it so enjoyable is it's not always the same and every kind of three months we get something new which again really promotes a, a collaborative kind of working environment and we get to see little parts of the practitioner that we might not always see because we're so stuck into our work and our our service we're providing so I think that's definitely been a game changer and since I've worked at Body Track, I've recognized that that's a really big part of um, enjoying going to work is who you work with and then also having that environment that you enjoy being in because there's nothing worse than going to work and thinking oh god I have to be here again today for eight hours like you want to be excited to go to work yeah, it shouldn't doubt. it shouldn't just be oh I'm going because I have to you know so it's all about trying to find that right fit for you in that business and in the business providing that that initiative as well so like I said, we're quite lucky here at Body Track, and again, we're definitely keen to hear what other businesses and um, people do to try and help improve their own wellness. Um, is there anything you do, Josh, that you like to do? Outs- your- outside. Outside of work, yeah. Um, I love. Um, well, I'm actually just recovering from an Achilles rupture, so I can't run at the moment. Um, I didn't really like running anyway, but I love my cycling, so I like getting out on a on the morning. And Body Track's been good enough in the last like so sort of six months. We've or six to 12 months, we started a, a bit of a body track um, cycle group as well. We come a couple of the practitioners, which has been really good to sort of get out, uh, get out Sunday mornings and, and go for a nice ride. Always followed up by, by a coffee and uh, something pastry orientated. <laughs> um, but yeah, something like that. I, um, I also like, um, sounds a bit weird, but I like walking in the rain. Okay. So whenever it's been very Elaborate. rainy in Brisbane at the moment, and I think there's something very um, relaxing or uh, grounding about sort of being absolutely drenched just walking through the rain okay sounds very wholesome mm. i know <laughs> i mean yeah you're grounded but are you like that 
dripping wet person. Yeah, yeah, that's just walking, walking on the through. road. <laughs> walking through. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get warm really quickly. How about you? What do you um, do? I'm definitely the opposite. Mm-hmm. I like being in the sunshine. <laughs> it makes me feel happy. Um, and I have a dog, so anywhere or anytime I'm out with my dog walking or if we're at the off-leash dog park, um, just seeing him run around and I'm normally, I have a coffee in hand, so <laughs> getting that extra energy. But um, it, yeah, I love being around my dog and he brings me lots of joy. Um, so again, just whatever is best for you and whatever makes you um, feel most happy and, and like trying to promote that kind of best well-being as possible that could be with friends it could be with family Mm. it could be doing something completely by yourself which is absolutely okay because it's all about what's best for you and that's the thing i think that's been the major thing coming into this um and seeing sort of where the initiative's been pushing people it forces you sometimes just to prioritize yourself right and and sometimes you don't even get a say in the matter because there'll be a wellness warden that's sort of picking you out and going hey you know, you've seemed a little bit tired at work or you seemed a little bit um, sort of fatigued or not yourself, you know, it's their, it's their role within that quarter to, to look out for that and to sort of pull people aside. And sometimes it can just take someone going, hey, hey, going, and there might not be anything drastically wrong, but just sitting down with, with someone and having a, a chat non-work related and having a coffee can sometimes make the difference between, you know, you doing really well um, within your within your career and within your industry, and it and it's sort of starting to um, build up that sort of that resent or or that sort of like Ash said, not not wanting to to come to work. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why we have Are You Okay Day to spread that awareness. And sometimes you just get so in like a routine, you don't even recognize your behaviors might be slightly different or people are reading you slightly different. If you're always quite a high energy person and then you suddenly get quite kind of quiet and low, people will notice that. And it's not a problem. It's just them making sure you're okay and just kind of checking in. And that's where our wellness warden really um, is good with that. Like they just try and make sure everyone's doing well and again that is what comes back to really high team performing efficiency so I think if everyone's operating at their best then the service for our clients is always going to be the best it can be and at the end of the day that's a win because we're just trying to kind of optimize the health and lives of our community and that's why we come to work because we're passionate about what we do and we're passionate about trying to help improve people's health outcomes. Well, thanks for coming on, Josh. No problem. I think it's been been nice to talk about something different, non-clinical for... Very nice. Very for nice. a little while. I've done a few now that have been more clinical, so it's been nice just to be a little bit different. Um, but as we said, we're definitely not a one way. It's the only way to do it. Mm. We, we definitely are always trying to improve our um, approaches and initiatives and we'd be keen to hear what other people or businesses do. If you are in an environment in a team that you're feeling like maybe you are a bit undervalued or you're not happy then maybe just approach your manager and ask them hey like what what can we do to improve Mm. the wellness of our of our team and our environment because again they might also need that chat like are you okay just like you're like you'd like them to ask you so and if you're feeling that way odds on that a lot of other people or a couple of other people at least in that environment might be feeling similar ways so sometimes you just need that person that's that one person to just step up ask the question yeah so we hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast um like we said any feedback would be great otherwise have an awesome day and we will see you again soon catch you later bye
Thanks for listening to the Body Track Academy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found something useful, you know what to do. Hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, and tell your friends to check it out. If you're not already in the Body Track Academy on Facebook, look us up. Join our community of exercise physiologists and access more great content.